Thank you for tuning in and checking out this episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. It is greatly appreciated. On this episode, we're going to talk about which team has the best chance of being the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference. Also, is Lamar Jackson overrated or underrated? And Draymond Green says that young NBA players are soft as hell. Maybe you didn't cry. Maybe he was quietly sobbing. Maybe he wouldn't cry. Maybe he was sobbing quietly. <laughs> well, however he wants to frame it, he recruited Kevin Durant to a team that won 72 games because they lost. If that's not the definition of soft, I don't know what is. Because even if he didn't recruit Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant said, hey, I'm coming to the uh, the Golden State Warriors, if he was as hard as he's saying, he'd be like, nah, bro, you had 72 wins. We were one minute away from winning an NBA championship. We don't need you. But he didn't do that. He took those championships. So I don't want to hear about soft. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast. The ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome to another episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast, episode 109 in the house. You are with the one and only Oenyi. It is a pleasure for you to be a part of this podcast. We really do appreciate all of our followers and all of our listeners. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please do not hesitate to subscribe. You can do it on our website or on any major podcast platform available. You can also check us out on Afro Vibes TV as well. See our wonderful faces there. Download that Roku app so you can check us out there. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Once again, check out that website, newchannelsports.com. New channel spelled nuchannelsports.net. I mean, I said .com, but it's .net. nuchannelsports.net. Joining me are two of the most hard-working co-hosts in the universe. Not the world, not America, mm. but in the universe. Mm. Big low. You know what? I appreciate that, man, because you're absolutely right, man. <laughs> you're absolutely <laughs> effing right, baby. It's big low coming down. <laughs> you are, time. You are feeling yourself today. <laughs> Damn. And to my right... The phenomenal one. Come on, with it, Chris. What's good, y'all? You good, bro? I, I'm good. Y'all brought the energy today. Hey, I try. I try. I like it. I feel. I feel like it's gonna be a good show. Hey, man, we we pretty much do it every single time. We do it like this all the time, right? Wow. I mean, we, wow. we gotta be confident. We oh. gotta speak it into existence. Yeah, you can't oh. do it like that. We pretty much do it all the time. You know, we're not that great. <laughs> we're not that good. I'll be. We're not that great. We're, we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> um, before we kick off the show, man, let, let me give a shout out to. To Darkman X, Earl Simmons, who passed away, DMX, one of my favorite rappers of all time. Did not know it was going to affect me as hard as it did. Grew up listening to, to pretty much damn near all of his albums. I love his hardcore stuff. I love his poetry. I just love how deep he is as far as with his rap. Uh, didn't care too much for his party stuff, but everything else I loved. And he's always talking about the struggle that he had. He was, if not the realest, one of the realest rappers out there. Yeah. And I just, I just, I appreciate that. Big, big shout out to DMX. Uh, rest in peace, brother. You know, what's so crazy when you mention him is 
I put him in the category like a Pac. Mm. Because the reason why people love Pac so much is he was hard, but very relatable, right, to life. Yes. And that's what DMX is. He's hard, but very relatable. My favorite song from DMX is What's My Name. Right. Like, he has some of the hardest lyrics you're hearing that song, but he also has very relatable lyrics at the same time. So as a kid, I'd be spitting his hard lyrics, which I was not about. <laughs> I was never about that life. But when he had those moments where he'll make you sit down and think, this dude has an album, albums, and he'll stop during the middle and start praying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll be like, okay. This, and it's not like, oh, you know, thank you, Lord. This is a full-blown yeah, yeah. prayer. No, I mean, he has intros and outros of him just praying. Praying. Right. And it's straight up just prayer. Just prayer. Yeah, yeah. And a part of that is when you're able to make a grown man cry listening mm. to your music mm. but still feel hard at the same time because mm-hmm. there's that balance a lot of rappers aren't able to do it That's right. and he was able to do it man and it's, this one this one hurt me it really did I'm tired of seeing black men go this right. early we right. lost Mike Mike was 50 mm-hmm. Prince died young relatively young as well and then in a week where we have a versus battle with uh, what's it the old heads, Ron Isley, Earth, Wind, and Fire, oh, yes, and yes, they're yes. alive, which is beautiful to see. You want to see the artists we grew up watching right, get there, right. and so many of them are going so mm-hmm. young. I just now, he wasn't a versus with I believe the Snoop Dogg, that's right, not too long ago, DMX, and yeah. you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. Looking at him then, you know, he was moving really slow. You know, I was like, man, DMX, man, come on, man, you gotta get back in shape. That's what I was thinking in my head while I was watching it, but man, it is what it is, man. It, it, it's tough. And not only did you say was he very relatable, but he was very vulnerable. Mm. And he made himself very, very vulnerable. I mean, when you look at his interviews, he was very open about the battles that he went through. My favorite songs from DMX were those Damien singles, those Damien Mm. songs. Those Mm. are my favorites because it's literally a conflict between a man, his desires, the battle between doing right and wrong, and then breaking and actually going and doing wrong and then right. later going back and say oh my gosh lord forgive me for what i've done you know forgive me for my sins and but you see it the ups and the downs where he continues to you know the devil just keeps on coming back and keeps on coming back stronger and then they have this relationship this love-hate relationship right you know so those are my favorites the storytelling because while he's spitting his lyrics you literally visualize those you know those conversations you visualize every single thing that he's going through in those moments and most of the songs anyway um but i mean yeah yeah i mean he, he, he he's an artist that i listen through i listen to throughout um you know my teenage years and especially junior high i mean i'll, I'll just pop in his hours man just play that man it, it was uh it, it's, it's tough it's tough just like you guys say man i was just talking to somebody the other day i was just like why why can't our favorite artists just stay alive? Why come we can't see them grow old? You know, every time they reach 48, 50, like 51, 52. Yes, man. Yeah. Um, but rest in peace. I truly believe he's with our maker. I believe God said, hey, my son, it's time for you to come back. And I believe that's where he's at, man. Yeah, yeah very, man. very good. Very well said. I mean, rest in peace. Yeah, man. All right. Let's get into a segment, shall we? Let's do it. Famous athletes, famous quotes. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. All right. So this is how this works. I'm going to name out some clues or give, we're going to give you some clues. And as I'm giving the clues, don't say any names or anything like that. Once I give all the clues, if you know who it is, shout them out. If you don't know who it is, then 
So be it. So to be clear, how many clues do I have to wait before I get this right? Uh, four clues. That's four a clues. lot of clues. Yeah, I'll give you two. I, I'm pretty sure you'll get this right. Yeah, I'll give you two. I think you're going to get this right. I'm pretty sure you guys will get this right. Um, but since you want to play, okay, I'll, I'll give you, you. I'll give you two clues. Two clues. Nah, you can. Let's see. Let's see if you get it. Let's see if you get it. Now, either even if you even if you get it, or if you don't get it afterwards, I'm going to play this athlete's most famous quote. All right. First clue. He was an 11 time NBA All Star and an 11 time member of the All NBA team. He was the NBA All Star Game MVP. In 1991, he was the fifth overall pick in the first round of the 1984 draft. Still nothing. His number 34 was retired by the Auburn Tigers. Mm. You know, y'all know who it is, huh? Uh, Yeah, I know it now. Okay. He won most valuable player MVP. NBA, 1993. That's it. Who you guys think it is? Uh, this one is my favorite person on television. Mm-hmm. It's probably your favorite person on television, Sir Charles Barkley. This yes, the round sir. mound of the rebound. Round mound of rebound. Yes, sir. Ooh, quote, hold on. Before I'm, I don't want to step on. There's you, a lot what of quote quotes. Are you gonna play? There's a lot of quotes by this man, Charles this is Barkley. Very quotable. In the a business. plethora of quotes, <laughs> but there is one that is particularly favorite. For me, it's not because of the quote itself. Yeah, it's because of the way someone mocked the quote. Is it? Can I? Can I guess what the quote is? What is it? Is it the when he talks about the big women in San Antonio? No, 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 no. That's my favorite quote. No, it's bro. not. It's not that one. Who it's did not. the mocking? Shaq. Shaq. Of course, <laughs> it was Shaq. Shaq definitely did the mocking. Okay, let me let me go ahead and play the quote. This is the quote, um, Charles Barkley. If he had not have said to me, it's going to cost you money. You can't control me with money. This isn't the old boy network. I, I'm going to get paid regardless of what he says to me. He should never say to me, it's going to cost me money. I thought the officiating was terrible today. From beginning to end? From beginning to end. Charles, are they the most physical team you played this year? Are uh, they the most hacking team we played this year? <laughs> What's the difference? A hack is a foul. Physical is something else. And a hack is a foul. All right, so that's a quote by Charles Barkley. One of my favorite quotes by him is because on the show, the TNT show, Shaq, for some reason, mocks him and is like, a hack is a foul. And I don't know, that just, I, I roll every single time I hear Shaq say that. A hack is a foul. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, man, Charles has an enormous amount of I could have played many, many, many yeah. of these quotes, but that's just the one. But yeah, but Shaq and Charles always going at it, going back and forth, and and that's just one of the other moments where they they kind of get on each other's nerves. But um, that's just one of my favorite quotes there. A hack is a foul. A hack is a foul. <laughs> famous athletes, famous quotes. Speaking of quotes, Draymond Green. It seems like we talk about him on this podcast and his quotes every single week. But Draymond Green had another quote, and this quote was on the ETC podcast, it was Kevin Durant's podcast, where he said, young NBA players are soft as hell, says they lack competitive spirit. They soft as hell. I find myself trying to talk to some of these young dudes that won't talk. 
and they're like trying to be a friend. That's what these young dudes do nowadays. I don't understand it. So he just basically talks about how I guess they're not tough enough. They don't have tough skin. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Hold on. Is Draymond Green the guy? Is you ever watch? Well, let me not do that. Y'all probably haven't seen it. But either way, is this the guy who, after losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder, got into a vehicle and was crying and called Kevin Durant saying, Kevin, actually, they didn't lose to the Thunder. They lost to LeBron James. My bad. And also LeBron James in game seven after having a 72-win season. It's like, call Kevin Durant talking about we need you? So that's interesting you bring that up because on the same podcast, Draymond Green says he never called up Kevin Durant. Since I have the audio here, let me go ahead and play that audio for you guys. It was this whole narrative of like, you call Kevin, you call Kevin crying from the parking lot. I'm like, yo, this shit can be like, y'all added a theatrical sense to make this the movie. Like, yo, you, you got to make make for TV. You got to add on a little bit. So, like, people just start pouring on, bro. But I, I wasn't about to come out and fight it, like, at the end of the day. It was just... However y'all think Kevin got here, <laughs> come on, yeah, bro, with that, with that's it. what helps you out. Go with But even if that's true, <laughs> even if that's true, he never denied recruiting Kevin Durant. Maybe he didn't cry. Maybe, Maybe think, he was think... quietly sobbing. <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't cry. Maybe he was sobbing quietly. <laughs> well, however he wants to frame it, he recruited Kevin Durant to a team that won 72 games because they lost. If that's not the definition of soft, I don't know what is. Because even if he didn't recruit Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant said, hey, I'm coming to the uh, the Golden State Warriors, if he was as hard as he's saying, he'd be like, nah, bro, we had 72 wins. We were one minute away from winning an NBA championship. We don't need you. But he didn't do that. He took those championships. So I don't want to hear about soft. What is he talking about? So you're you're more interested in the person that's actually saying this as opposed to if it's if what he's saying has any relevance. If what if what he says is actually true or not. Absolutely. You can't come out and be like, I'm hard, and then you're not hard. You can't do it'll be like me coming out here and saying, I'm from that third war, that third coast, baby. We all know I don't live in no third coast. It's lies. You can't be that person to do that. <laughs> so you say he doesn't even have the credentials. To call anybody soft. Exactly. No, no. You ain't ain't got the cred, bro. I I disagree because the same guy he recruited, whether he sobbed or he gave him a lollipop and told him (laughs) to come on over, he turned around and called Kevin Durant the B-word, right? So how how hard can you be? You called a generational talent the B-word, and guess what happened? The next year or right after that season, Kevin Durant said, all right, I'm gone because this guy called me a a B. So really and truly – Who's the softer one out of both of them, <laughs> right? Because to me, it's probably KD. That's okay. That could very well be the truth, but I'm talking about Drake. But, but, but hold on. All hold right. On, all right. Gonna jump up. All right. Gonna jump on all me. All right. Because <laughs> this is the same guy I was saying two shows ago that would do what? <laughs> Beat your ass with two fists <laughs> and all them tens. <laughs> so, so I'm going to retract my statement, man, because I said that two shows ago. So I'd be a huge, uh, huge hypocrite. But still, this is what I think. I, for one, agree with KD. That's what I feel when it comes to this generation of of uh, of, of basketball players. And matter you agree fact, with Draymond or KD? I mean, uh, Draymond. Uh, Draymond. Yeah, appreciate it. And and there've been several the same sentiments actually are going on with in the NFL. Old heads are talking about the same thing. All the jersey swapping and all that. So you hear the old heads, they'd be like, "What's going on?" Back in the day when we we're on the field, we weren't friends until we left the parking lot. 
right? Yeah. When you got these guys exchanging jerseys, you got fellas picking up other teammates off the ground and things like that. It's just like, where is that competitive nature, right? And then I think it's really interesting because Draymond Green says, well, he finds himself trying to talk trash to some of these players, but they don't talk trash back. They want to be nice. So that's really off-putting. That's kind of like Andrew Luck. You guys heard the story of Andrew Luck. He he, good job you and good play you to After death. a sack, exactly, right? exactly. After a sack, it just throws you off. So it makes you either want to hit him harder or not hit him at all. So that's counterintuitive, counterproductive. Yeah. But I I, I agree with Draymond Green is going. I, I want to see that physicality. Is it ever going to go back to that? I don't think so. I really don't. But I think that's just 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 the way this generation. But I, I gotta say this though. Sorry to jump on you. Oh, to be the guy who's because let's be real. In the past ten years, it's been either LeBron James for the most part. Or a Warriors team winning, right? So they've set the tempo on what's hard and what's not. So if he's, he can't say the generation that's coming is soft when his generation precedes his generation. They watched his Warriors win and you can argue they have the softest championships ever when they did get KD. So you can't have all that around. You got nobody's, I mean, nobody's afraid of Steph Curry. Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant. I mean, he's attacking, you know, comedians. Y'all, everybody's <laughs> soft. So you can't call them soft. Don't get it twisted. If it was any of those four people and they say, hey, Chris, who you going to smack first? Draymond Green is the last person I'm going to smack in that line. But my point is you cannot be part of the generation that's soft and say everybody's soft. Now, nah, bro, you're just as part of it. I think you're poo-pooing on the Warriors a little bit, man. You can't go down a list of Warriors. I don't think Clay Thompson's soft. I don't think Steph Curry is soft. To, to be honest with you, I don't think they're soft. They may have an approach to the game that's a little bit more reserved, but I wouldn't necessarily call them let me soft. Ask, let me ask you this question. Are you afraid in it? Because there's certain NBA players that I'm like, I'm not On the not basketball court? With. Yeah, I'm afraid no, 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 of them. That's okay. He says soft. We know what we're talking about here. Right. We're Are talking- you afraid of these cats? Okay, so let, let's, let's break down what exactly he said. Okay. He said that he tries to talk trash to his opponents, but they don't say anything back to him. Not necessarily that they're nice. They just they don't say anything. If you respond to someone trash talking, does that mean you're hard? And if you don't say anything, does that necessarily mean you're soft? I don't I don't really well, get that, that. That's the conclusion that he came to. I hear what you're saying. Right. But Draymond Green's conclusion was I'm gonna soft. tell you one thing. If if I'm on the court with Clay Thompson and I talk trash to Clay Thompson, I'm he's saying, gonna talk trash back I'm, to me. I'm not saying nothing to Clay. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying he's gonna talk. We, we, you mentioned both their names though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm talking smack to Clay Thompson, he's gonna say something back to me. If I say something to Steph Curry, he may not say anything with words, but he's gonna drop some buckets on me. That's for sure. So I think they're I don't think necessarily soft like you're saying. I wouldn't go as far as oh, saying I, I, that. Okay, so let's be clear. What are we talking about here then? I'm I'm trying to okay, figure because, out too because, a little bit. Because you, what, y'all are right. There, there's definitely levels there's to levels it. There, to there's levels to it. Right. So if there's a hard in part his context. Though. Yeah, I just don't see those two players as being soft. Oh, I think in his, I think we read a little different from right. what he's saying, and I think that's fair. But I think the, the way I hear it is he's saying y'all are soft, y'all are not hard, and I don't understand that. You can't be the guy that's part of a championship team that you can argue is the softest team of all time and say other people ain't hard, bro. You, you, you can't go. do that. You're still you, you could, on because, him. No, you could because you could. We talk about you had Andre Iguodala on that team. Yeah. You could say him. Draymond Green and Andre, they were the two probably hardest, most physical. I'm I'm taking it to a physical standpoint. Yeah. When we talk about men in sports, it's all about the huff and gruff. There it's you all go. about the, it's all about the aggression, the talking, the, the smack talking, Preach. right? Exactly. So that's what I'm looking at. And that's how you see. You can feel that heat, you feel that energy, you feel that that competitive, uh, that competitiveness, you know, radiate. That fire. That fire, exactly. So he ain't getting that. I think 
young guys now, I, I guess that comes, they, they maybe they know how to harness it and it just comes out and play. But he plays the game at a professional level. And he may see that, well, y'all are easily rattled. Because once things don't go your way, you don't know how to come out of that mental funk, right? Whereas me, who's, who, who, well, me as in uh, Draymond Green, I'm a little bit older. For me, I can man my way out of that out of that funk, right? That's whack to me, though. But I'm. Just, oh, no, I hear what you're I, saying. I, I'm I, think that, I think that's what that's that, where it's that's whack from, because Draymond Green's 31 years old. Right. So let's not act like he's 38 years old in the NBA, 15 plus seasons. Don't right. forget, he played multiple years in college. Right. So that's what misses me the most. I understand. Draymond Green has a lot to say, which is why I love him, by the way. I hope when he's retired, he goes straight to TNT and he does this thing. But he has this kind of thought process in his head that he's rawer than he really is, like that he's better than he really is. And that's cool because that's how he that's the energy he has to move with. But you play with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Kevin Durant. You can't go out here saying this next generation is soft. You just can't do that, bro. So what's going on with Draymond Green nowadays, though? First, it was... I'm the greatest offensive player of all time. Then he had a little comment about Mega Rapino uh, about no, no, the women. The women. Yeah. And now he has this. It's just it's just kind of baffling to me, his statement, but maybe he understands it, right? I wouldn't go around saying that Kawhi Leonard is soft. If you talk smack to Kawhi Leonard, he might just look at you <laughs> and just start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't necessarily say anything back to you. Right. But that doesn't mean that he's soft. Just because someone is not willing to trash talk with you does not mean they're soft. Now, to your point, Lo, if you trash talk them, you know, like, you know, Larry Bird's doing a day, try to get in your head and it messes with your game, then, yeah, you might be a little bit soft on the court. Right. But I don't think that's what he's talking about either because I've never seen a moment, Bianca, correct me if I'm wrong, where he was on the court and he's trash talking somebody and he had a bad game that game. Mm-hmm. So I don't really understand. And that's my point, though. That's what, like, you can't be the guy delivering that message. No, that, and that's another point there, and too. And that, that's what all I'm saying. It's just like the, he says he's the greatest defensive player of all time. If you go back and listen to that podcast, I had no problem with that because he actually has won a Defensive Player of the Year award. So he has some clout to do that. In this conversation, he just doesn't have that clout. And you know what ruins it for me, honestly and truly, as far, as far as him saying that the players are not tough or that they're soft? The little altercation that he had with Tristan Thompson, right? I don't know if you guys remember that or not. Tristan but Thompson it, ain't no, ain't and, no Exactly. Exactly. I'm telling you right so, now. So exactly. But he wasn't saying stuff at first. But then, you know, Draymond was getting under his skin a little bit, and, he, and I saw a different side of Tristan. I was like, oh, no. I'm not if with that guy. <laughs> I want to call him the N-word because I ain't fucking with that, that guy. <laughs> and then there's a story that they actually met up in the club and Draymond got punched in the face. So I'm just being that's, – that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or that's not. Problem, but that's the thing. But that, that rules it all for me. And you it, can't right? go around me saying that and you got popped in the face. Let's no, go ahead. And, 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 and that's exactly what I wanted to say. He's He can't be the guy delivering that message because we haven't seen it on the court either, right? I'm not advocating for nobody fighting, but at the same time, I've never seen a superstar back down from Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. I've seen players back down from Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. I've literally seen it. Some players are like, all right, nice. not tonight. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but I've never seen that with Draymond Green. And to answer your question, you said, why is he doing this now? Well, they're 10th in the standings. Klay Thompson's not there. The team is, you know, they're borderline decent. I mean, so he ain't got really nothing else to talk about. <laughs> That's really what it is. <laughs> and then he said he didn't really care for the playing games either. 
I don't know to, to what degree he said you that. You ain't got to worry about it. They might not, they might not <laughs> make it. You're absolutely right. Play, oh, the play-in the play games. games you know, I almost yeah. forgot about those too, but yeah. now you know they had the, the, the bottom 10 <laughs> and they had the play-in games to right. get into the playoffs. So yeah. I forgot about that too. But that was still – those are interesting as hell to me. I don't care what anybody says. Those are interesting as hell to me. But going back to what Draymond Green had to say about players being soft, and I haven't really just seen anything on the court. You know, Rajon Rondo, right? The dude's quiet. You're not effing with Rajon Rondo. I could I could just see Draymond Green trying to talk smack to Rajon well, Rondo. Wouldn't do that though. But that's, a, that's exactly right. my point. Right. It, the message, the messenger, it doesn't fit the messenger. So who exactly is he talking who? crap to? A, to a you know third, fourth string player, practice squad player. Who's who's, who's he talking to? I, I, to I, 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 I don't know. I no that's idea. that's you know, that's what my question is. Right. Who's he talking about? Right. Like put a name uh, on it, bro. Maybe, maybe a, a rookies. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Like, who's he talking? But let's defend this generation a little bit that he's talking down about about them being soft because you just mentioned it about the jersey swapping and all that stuff i don't look at that as being soft at all i look at that as being actually better than what we used to do back in the day you have enough respect for another player to swap their jersey that's just respect to me exactly i'll give you a right. player for example paul pierce lebron james and paul pierce's mind he's hard but his hate for lebron james really just comes off as really whack like He's a better player than you. You don't need to hate on him. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with this generation. People say they're soft. It's not. We all hoop with each other. I've known you in AAU because now we travel all across the country. So we know who every superstar is before they're a superstar. We see it on YouTube. We see it on mixtapes on Instagram. They're even on TikTok now. So to say they're not, to say, there's no need to have that animosity. We all made it. Now, when we get on the court, one of us is going to win. But that, that doesn't make them soft after the game. They exchange jerseys. Soccer players have been doing that for years. Ain't nobody calling no soccer player soft. Right. Y'all, y'all are right. And uh, when we just really talk about the psychology of this, I'm just going to give you guys an example. That's like how our parents, our parents are first generation. They left the country, left Nigeria, and came here to the United States. So they try to bring the influences of, of Africa and the way they were growing <laughs> up, and they bring it here. Yeah. And you see amongst our siblings, the oldest, we kind of still hold, we're, we're partial you know, to our parents in terms of, holding on to those traditions, right? And then as time goes by, you have more children. By the time it got down to my brother, oh, he got away with everything, right? You sound salty, bro. I'm not salty. (laughs) But you have, okay, just a little bit. I'm a little salty. (laughs) But the allowances, some of the things he was able to do, even some of the the mindset, right? It's a little bit different. Now, the way Draymond Green is looking at I'm going to compare myself to Draymond Green. The way we look at it is, dysfunctional and probably mental and mentally unhealthy mm. because we want to be physical. We want to bring out really the worst out of a person. We want to, want to talk. We want them you to want talk. To see it. Yeah, exactly. We want to see it. Yeah. We want to throw elbows. We want to be physical, do all these things where, well, the newer, the younger generation or the upcoming generation, they're like, we ain't got to do all that. We cool. Matter of fact, I'm so stable. I'm so cool. My mental, or I don't care enough about, you know, getting to that, that, my skills just speak for itself. Yeah. Right? So we can be cool on the court. I'm going to still beat your ass on the court. Yeah. And then we're going to change numbers. Off, change, right. Exactly. We're going to change Instagrams, all that stuff. And then we're going to hit the club. But, but, but what you're talking about is almost like a generational gap. Absolutely. Draymond Green is still part of this generation. That's He's the, just 31. That's the weird thing. That's but, why it doesn't make it. If, so, for example, somebody like uh, anybody who's 38 and retired. Or even somebody who's still playing is 38. Like a Jamal Crawford. Or even a Lemon Pepper Lou. So when I played 
Because it's like 15, 16, 17 years in the league. Mm-hmm. Draymond is not that. It's just, it don't make sense. It's like me coming on a podcast, my first episode of podcast, like, man, all the, my fifth episode, all the, the other podcasters, they weak. Well, where's the, where's the history, bro? Where's the background? You ain't got it. For me personally, I do look at this generation as being softer. But to just label them as being soft, I can't go as far as to say that. I just can't. Um, when you look at what we were doing back in, let's just say, you know, 2000s, 90s, yeah, it was a more physical game, but getting rid of some of that physicality helped the game. That's all I was going at. That's a good point. Right? Good point. So it's, it's, it's an evolution. And just because the game has evolved into what it is now does not mean that the players are soft. It just doesn't and mean that. You know that. what makes me so mad? So, so you have a player's, so y'all, y'all a little older, right? Y'all watch 90s basketball, in some cases, 80s basketball. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great basketball, y'all. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Watching Anthony Mason throw his bodies well, and seeing a, a 66 to 62 game in the fourth quarter—that's not hot to me, bro. No, <laughs> that's not no, hot. No, no, you're you're talking about particular teams. Those were some high, back in the 80s. There was some high scoring game, and that's it was true. good basketball. That's true. It was more I really physical. in the 90s, right? Right. It really happened during the 90s where the basketball was not as good. It just wasn't. Seeing a game seven at 66 60. In the game, it's not interesting to me. In the fourth quarter, that's not dope. There's no skill. No offense to Anthony Mason. I'm picking on him. But <laughs> you always mention his name. I do because when you watch it, he's strong, but he wouldn't survive in this NBA. You need skills to survive in this NBA. And if you don't have it, it's not gonna work. It, it's it's kind of like you you're, you're taking you're you're taking a strength and now it becomes a weakness, right? Okay, let's use Shaquille O'Neal. You're not gonna Shaquille O'Neal, a young Shaquille O'Neal. Maybe would have survived this league, but maybe Shaquille O'Neal in his prime probably wouldn't have been, you know, a factor in this league. Okay, I don't know about that. Well, you know, I don't know about that. You know, you know, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, when we're talking about spreading the floor, he's got to go and he's got to go and and guard somebody out in the three yeah. because that center is going to be shooting threes. Yeah. Okay, you're going you're to feed him all day. He's going to be dunking on everybody, but how much of a factor is he really going to be in, in terms of you winning the game? Because he's got to go and guard that stretch five. Or that stretch four. You know what I mean? So you're taking him out of that element. So you're taking tools away from people. So maybe that's what Draymond sees. Probably has a mindset, although he's only 31. I'm older than him by yeah. two years, right? Yeah. But the way he plays the game probably emulates the 80s and 90s. and maybe the In 2000s. his brain it in does. His, in, his, in his brain. Exactly. But his game is not that. Which is very funny. That's why he – But <laughs> I can understand where he's coming from. Yeah. These guys right now are a lot more skilled, right? When you look them in the face, they look really, really young. When you looked at 23-year-old, 24-year-old basketball players back in the day, these looked like grown men. Yeah. They exuded manliness, the aggression, yeah. the physicality that you that you think of, you know, athletes and basketball players, whereas now, that's your little brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, man, he shaked, boy, he shaked the mess out of you, man, and jay it up. You know <laughs> I, what I mean? I, I do got to say this, though, for other people. Uh, I, I get your opinion low, but I'm going to be clear. If Shaq played in this, in this generation. No, we, we've had this discussion he, he, about. He would, he, he'd be killer. No, we've had this discussion about Shaq before. Yeah. Shaq in this generation would be destroying uh, everybody everywhere. Now, yeah. I think you're more so talking about Shaq when he was, like, in the Phoenix Suns. That, 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 that Shaq would be, that Shaq would be irre- irrelevant. <laughs> that, that's what, that's, what, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's Not in this prime. In this prime, you will be eating this league up. They right. would have to change the rules because it, needs to be, it might be two seconds in the game. <laughs> you get two seconds. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But you do bring up an interesting point as far as the defensive end, which I think was my argument when we mm. talked about this yeah. about Shaq a while, a while back. But anyway, this generation, last generation, whatever, this is an evolution and we are where we are now. I, I would love to have seen Dennis Robin playing this this league right now. The, the, the worm. 
I would have loved to see him go head to head with Draymond Green. Then we'll see who was soft because he he's one guy you don't really think of it. He doesn't really say a lot, but he would get in your head. Yeah. He he was a a gnat. Oh yeah, he yeah. would irritate the hell oh, out of yeah. you. Ask Alonzo Mourning. I want the one to kill him, bro. <laughs> now that's guy. That's one guy right there. I would never mess with. Alonzo Mourning, yes sir, yes sir. There, I, there are a couple there, players in the NBA old, that I wouldn't. No, like. absolutely not. No, Alonzo Mourning definitely one of those guys. I agree. Even though he can't hit a punch for nothing, because I remember I'll never forget him and Larry Johnson. I'm like, dang, all these punches and y'all ain't landed nothing. Hey man, it was, it was during the middle of a, a, a heated series. But I mean, at least. You could have landed one. Y'all both got suspended. And then he had to land no punches. None. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They hated one another. That's an interesting story. We might do a, a we talk on them. Yeah. Alonzo Morin and Larry Johnson. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good stuff, guys. Our next topic of discussion. Overrated. Underrated. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Overrated. We're underrated. Mm. All right. Lamar Jackson. Quarterback, Baltimore Ravens. A lot is said about him. I heard a, a radio show the other night. They were talking about Lamar Jackson. And it was 50-50. On one side, they're saying, oh, no. Lamar Jackson is electric. He's definitely that guy. He's a top five quarterback. And the other side of the spectrum, nah, man. Lamar Jackson is not that guy. He really doesn't have any skill. If he didn't have his feet, he would not make it in this league. So is Lamar Jackson overrated or underrated? Um, this one I struggle with because if you know my take on quarterbacks, I think for the most part, most quarterbacks are overrated okay. based on the way they're paid in the NFL. But when talking about Lamar Jackson, the reason why I'm going to go the, the opposite route from really what my take usually is, I'm going to say he's underrated mm. only from this aspect. When people say all he does is use his feet, well, excuse me, that works, right? You can't just say – I'm, we're not talking about 15 years from now. I'm not even talking about two seasons from now. Coming into next season, is he one of the best quarterbacks in the, in, in, in the NFL? And the answer is yes, because what has he done since he's been a starter in the NFL? His team has led the league in, in wins in one season. We're the number one seed. Yeah, they were upset early, but he won the MVP that season. And then last season, they won a playoff game. So excuse me, if you have a quarterback that gets your team to the playoffs, that gets your team to a very good record every single season that they're starting in, I don't, I don't see how you can be overrated. I, I just don't. And the only way people say he's overrated is all he does is use his legs. Well, that's fine. We're not talking about five years from now. Are we talking about is coming into this season, is he overrated or is he underrated? I think he's underrated coming into the season because too many people care about, okay, can he start throwing the ball? What about his feet? I don't care about that. I've seen what he does with his feet. Do you think he's going to lose his athleticism, athleticism this season? Nah, he's not. Mm. Uh, um. For me, that answer is inconclusive, because until you put come, come on, no, you gotta I'm, say I'm, something, man. I'm, 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 it's inconclusive. You for use me. the word inconclusive. Come on, you man. Use the word come on, on man. this podcast. Act like you care about the booth with the, you know when them uh, referees. It's inconclusive. inconclusive. <laughs> come on, man. Underrated, overrated. <laughs> the crowd would go buck. <laughs> Here, here's why I say it's inconclusive. <laughs> wow, then, you are, you are the, a stubborn I'll, dude, I'll bro. Give, I'll give you an answer. At, at okay, the go ahead. Go ahead. Let me let me explain my theory. Real okay, quick. go ahead. Go ahead. The guy doesn't have legitimate receivers. So who exactly is he throwing to? He doesn't even have legitimate tight ends. Maybe one. I think he's got a legitimate or okay. Tight Mark end. Andrews is good. Okay, but that's all he's got. 
All right. Last year, he had Des Bryant and, and everybody else, and then one good tight end. So who's he throwing the ball to? So how are we going to expect him to throw you out of a game if you're able to stop the run? Has anybody really successfully stopped the run and stopped him from running? Not necessarily. So in terms of electrification and using what he has best to win games, yes, he's the best quarterback at using in the league or one of the best quarterbacks in the league in terms of using his gifts to full potential, using his legs because he ain't got nobody else to throw to. So guess what? They're going to the playoffs consistently. They've got a good defense. But when it comes to just purely playing the game of quarterback and judging him off of not necessarily using your legs, I'm not talking about taking that completely out of, uh, out of the equation, but in terms of dropping back, analyzing the defense, throwing the ball, and delivering it where it needs to go, and throwing you out of games or throwing you into games and using your arm to win games, that's that's a not necessarily a determinative factor because for me, if we're just using that aspect of it, he's overrated. He has no one to throw to. So we haven't really judged him based off the throwing aspect. But in terms of just playing the position of quarterback, leading your team to a win, absolutely he's, he, he's, uh, he's possibly underrated, right, in the top five quarterback in that position. Now, once we get him some receivers, because we see what's going on during free agency, you have T.Y. Hilton that, did not, that wouldn't go and play for Baltimore for whatever reason. Uh, Juju didn't want to go there Juju, Exactly, Juju. So the fact that you have two, and these are not – Top five or top ten They're receivers in the league, not, right? They're good receivers. They're good not. receivers, but you can't even get a good receiver to go to your team. What's really going on here? So is that is that an issue with arm talent? Or is it just the design of the offense that that you know this is a predominantly run-heavy def- uh, offense that a good or decent receiver still chooses not to go and play and be that number one receiver? Juju would have been a number one receiver for that team. Yeah, but you don't want Juju anyway. That's a good thing. I, I, I feel you. I feel <laughs> you. But if you're going to pay him number one receiver money in free agency, sign a long-term contract, at least if he ain't throwing to nobody else except for the tight end, well, the only other person you're throwing to is Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster. And, right? and to respond to that, though, to respond to what you're saying, I, I think you fell into the trap that a lot of people do. They say, okay, is Lamar Jackson the quarterback? Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson the quarterback runner? No, you're just a quarterback. So if you run the football well as a quarterback, you're still a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. In five years from now, this may be a completely different conversation. But heading to next season, he still has those legs. He's able to run. Do I want to see him progress as a passer? Yes. Do I think they they need better receivers? I do think they need that. I think they need to expand the offense. But to say, okay, the throwing quarterback, uh, Lamar Jackson, is okay. The running quarterback is much better. It misses the point. He's that. He's both of that. He's a passer and he's a runner. So he should use his gift. And coming into this season, I'm calling him underrated. Mm. So you both say he's underrated right now. I'd say right now he's underrated. Underrated. I thought it was inconclusive. Well, I told you I gave my answer <laughs> at the end. So I, I believe he's underrated. So I do agree with you, Chris. He's a quarterback that uses his legs and uses his arm. He's a dual threat quarterback. Now, the receiver argument for me, it doesn't work for me. Because when I've seen Lamar Jackson in big time games where his legs have become irrelevant, he still makes inaccurate passes. Right. So that for me just nullifies the whole receiver thing. Even if you had Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss or Jerry Rice there, if you're going to miss the throw and they're not going to catch it, it doesn't matter who you have out there. The second thing I want to mention is the coaching staff. I think that he has a great coaching staff that was able to utilize his strengths and has propelled him to be MVP caliber. Now, if he has someone that was not as good as far as designing plays and utilizing his legs, 
we might be talking about Lamar Jackson like, man, this guy's not that good because once again, his legs would be taken out of the equation. But I name, think, name look, me one quarterback that mm-hmm. doesn't have a good coordinator. Just one. You can't do that. Well, no, no I'm just saying, though. I'm not so saying. Too many people say no, that, though, no. the offense is built around him. You, Every offense is built around that well, quarterback. I'm just, I'm just saying that they have utilized him to the max. I don't think that there's a lot of other coaches that were able to do that with Lamar Jackson. They might even say, oh, I don't want him. I don't want to play with him because I want a quarterback that more fits their system. Does that, does that make sense? No, I hear what you're saying. No, but too, many, too many people use that argument is my point. Well, it's so fit to him, and they maximize it, so he really can't complain. Like, nah, bro. No, I'm not saying he no, can't complain. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not necessarily about the off, the, their offensive coordinator, their, their offense holding them back. The NFL catches up you, catches up with you eventually. Right. And there'll come a time where, okay. You need we to have, adjust. Absolutely. Right. And so, yeah. so that's where he'll need to show that throwing prowess. Right. That's why for me. In order to really determine the full scope of who he is as a quarterback, right? And I've watched games where he's very inaccurate. Is that just because he needs to work on throwing the ball better and more accurately? Has that all always been an issue? Are we talking about offensive line issues? We don't know. We haven't seen enough with good receiving talent around him. To, to, so I'm giving him that much. So, okay, but the way, the way both of y'all are talking is y'all both. I, I don't know if you quite said underrated. I, I, I haven't said anything yet. I have okay. Oh my bad. Well, well, my point is, it sounds like you're both saying overrated. Well, he said underrated. No, I understand. Lowe's saying underrated, mm-hmm. but his explanation sounds like he's overrated. Mm-hmm. Well, so more so to what I'm saying, and you, I was getting ready to hit that what you mm-hmm. said on the nail. So you look at offenses like the Wildcat and just different schemes that have come to play. They're irrelevant now. And I look at what they were running with Lamar Jackson in that same aspect. When it comes to the big-time games where good teams say, okay, you're not going to beat us running the ball. He has not proven to me that he is a good enough passer to help them win games. I'm not saying that it's two separate things. I'm just saying that he has to evolve as a passer in order for me to really categorize him as an elite quarterback. And I think that's what some people are doing more than not. More than not, people are saying he's an elite quarterback. Just because he's top five, if you want to say he's top five because of the way he uses his legs, does not mean that he's an elite quarterback. Okay? Let me make that. So is he overrated or underrated, dog? No, I, yo, yo, you You're changing the argument a little bit. You brought the elite quarterback part. So I'm a little confused. So what are we what saying? What do you mean? I'm, say, I'm saying. The, the question was, is he underrated or overrated? And then you're saying, I don't know if he's an elite quarterback. I don't want to shift the conversation to something else. Is well, my I, point. Think, I think that. People, enough people are saying that he's elite. Okay. So if you are saying someone is elite or, you know, just one of those words, you know, elite, good, then you have to take it to consideration. Well, if you're saying he's elite, let's compare him to the other elite quarterbacks. And as far as comparing him to the other elite quarterbacks, I'm going towards him being overrated. Enough people say that he's elite to where he does not compare to those other quarterbacks, especially come playoff time. That's my big thing. When it comes playoff time and they're able to, Good teams are able to take away his legs. He's just not as effective. He's actually pretty, pretty bad based on what I've seen. Well, against the Tennessee Titans, for me, that was the game that makes me call him underrated because in that game, they did everything they could to take his legs away and some passing away, and he was able to do both pretty effectively. So I was very impressed in that game. But when you talk about – so you say elite quarterbacks, and we put him to the point where we're talking about Super Bowls. Most quarterbacks have even won Super Bowls. It's been almost a decade since Aaron Rodgers has even been to a Super Bowl. But he's a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Sure, sure. But my point is, if you're not getting to the Super Bowl, you're all in the same bunch anyway, right? I mean, mean, you're all in the same bunch? Well, it is about 
it is about also projecting where that person will be, right? The projection for Lamar Jackson. Well, one season. We're talking about one season here, right? We're not talking about 10 seasons. No, no. We're talking about one season. Okay. Yeah, but we're talking about him. So in the last two seasons, he's been to the division around of the playoffs. That, that Those are facts. Right, right. So right. I'm saying coming into this season, what there's a lot of people who have the same sentiment as you. They right. say, okay, show us, the, show us the arm talent. Show us all that. I'm saying that's fine. In three years, you may be right. But coming into next season, he's underrated. Nah. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No. Because <laughs> well, you've already made your your, yeah, your, yeah. your argument on that. But it's just, as far as the playoffs are concerned, I haven't seen enough our Lamar Jackson into the playoffs to put him necessarily in that elite category. That's, that's pretty much what does it for me. Yeah. And a lot of, he's not in the same category with a lot of the quarterbacks, though. I mean, do you guys think he's an elite quarterback? Oh, man. I, I, no, I no. So if you're saying he's not an elite quarterback, and this is because for you to say overrated or underrated, you have to put a label on him. That's right. True. And what most people are saying, and I may be wrong, but most people are saying that Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback. And I, 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 have, I don't know if I have, I've heard that. Have, oh, okay. So, okay, okay. okay. Make it a easy top five. We can make it a top five quarterback. I got to think about that. I got to think about that because I don't want. I don't want to give this a rash list. I, I think we can throw in. Tom well, Brady it, it, ahead, of, ahead of him, what, obviously. Tom Brady, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. I don't know about Aaron. Aaron, Aaron. Well, I'm just saying, as far as if he's quarterback uh, in I don't previous know. years. I'm, I'm, with you, I'm with you, Chris. I don't, I don't know. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's leave my dad for now. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you, bro. You, you had yours. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You had two. Go ahead. Name okay, so Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Tom Brady. Who else? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers for sure. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is a bit of a... Oh come then, on, then, Chris! Oh, of okay, but wait, wait, but and that's why he's overrated. This for, for me, if you are questioning, no, I'm saying not. He's I'm better only, than okay. Listen, listen, listen. Obviously, Russell Wilson's had the better career. I'm not saying that, but on, I'm only going off of quarterback. I'm only going based off of last season. Last season, Russell Wilson did not have a good season. He did not. Okay, but last season he didn't have a good okay, season, bro. Even him having not having a quote unquote last a good season last season, I still thought he was a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Oh, absolutely, I, 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 I just I, I think I, I, there, I, was, I, there was a stretch. I, 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 there was a stretch. I still have Russell Wilson. Uh, That's uh, fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'll give you guys that. I, okay. I, my point is, it's not a, you. It's not as clear cut, but I'll definitely give that to you. That's not worth arguing. So that's what four. That, that's four right now. All right, give me one more. <laughs> Do you want to give me the other one? Because we just we're not going to mention his name anymore. <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> we're already named Aaron. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going back towards the list. Aaron, okay. Tom, yeah, Patrick, um, Patrick Mahomes, and, then, uh, and Russell, Wilson. Russell Wilson. Oh man, you're going to be hard pressed, bro. No, it's, it is going to be it's hard pressed. Be hard pressed. So he's a, he's Drew number Brees five. Retired. That would have been your go to, but he's, well, he, he's gone. Well, right. When he was there last nah, year, he's gone. He's retired. But he, nah, he's, he, he, he was, was there. He was there last year. He's gone. We can't count him. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Look, man, y'all gonna hate me for saying this. You're gonna hate my guts. All right, go ahead. For saying this. Okay, you know what? Don't don't even. No, no, I want to hear say. No, no, don't say. Please don't finish the list. Don't finish the list. You're right. No, no, now, I want to hear this, bro. Please say, let's just say he's number five. He's number five. No, no, but say who you're going to say. Please say. No, no, I'm not going to say. I want to start that. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. The people want to hear it now. You didn't put it out. What is it? Go ahead, though. Now I'm I hope this is not a New York State quarterback. I pray to God this is not a New York State quarterback. Go ahead. A New York State quarterback. Go ahead. What are you talking about? Okay, name your quarterback. Just go ahead, name it. Go ahead. Okay, so I would put. It's arguable. I'm not going to say he just is. Say the name. Ben Roethlisberger. Okay? Oh God, it's no. arguable. Oh, it's arguable. No, I'm just bro. saying it's arguable. No, I'm, I, would, I would put. I'm, I would. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say Josh Allen. I would put Josh uh, Allen in front of Ben Roethlisberger at this point. Ben yeah, Roethlisberger is not top five. Well, okay, anyway, let's just say it's arguable. 
anybody, there's a couple of quarterbacks there to me that are arguable to be there at top five. But let's just say Lamar Jackson's top five. He's a reigning MVP. He is not in the same category as the four in front of him. I'm sorry. He's just not. And he hasn't proven enough to me in the playoffs to necessarily say that he's an elite quarterback. For me, if you're an elite quarterback, if you're an elite at anything, that thing that you have that makes you so special, once someone figures it out and takes it away from you, can you still beat them? That's what makes you elite. And he has not proven that to me yet. So I cannot say. But, and the reason I'm saying that is because most people say that he's an elite quarterback. That's because he's top five. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. And there's, there's a, and there's a whole bunch of other quarterbacks. Whether you like it, whether you agree with you or not, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, Ben Roethlisberger. It's arguable between those group of quarterbacks and Lamar Jackson. That's what he was at number five spot. For me, that's fine. I think that's what, where we diverge. No I really, problem, really no do. Like, and really, they usually do. And, and that's fine. But the, the thing that you said, you just glossed over it. Like those four quarterbacks in front of Lamar Jackson all have elite quality. Aaron Rodgers has an elite quality. I'll give you that. Right. Mm-hmm. And certainly Tom Brady does. Uh-huh. The other two, I don't really know. Russell Wilson. What are you no, listen, no, elite quality. Russell Wilson's running game is not elite, and his mm-hmm. passing game is not elite. He's just an elite quarterback. His passing he's, game he's, is he's an elite. Over, no, no he's not an elite game. passing game. He's no, not stop. Yes, he Why does. is he not one MVP if he's an elite passing game? Why is he not even got but, but I don't know if he got an MVP no, no, because, vote, bro. because, no, because the, win, the winners were the winners were that much better. Yeah, but that was but that's my point. But he's a he's an elite passer. Let's stop right there. No, I'm not giving that to you. If you're an elite passer, look what he did last season. Look what he did last season, bro. Terrible defense. Some of the throws. Let me just make my point real quick. Let me just make my point real quick. With a terrible offensive line and a defense that was trash. That's his fault. I saw that. No, the the offensive line problems are Russell Wilson's fault. No, I saw that. I I get you. Those are his fault. I get you. But I saw that downfall coming. He was not going to maintain that trajectory the whole season. It just was not going to happen. But he would. But he was an elite quarterback for a certain time. Let me tell you something about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson hasn't been to a conference finals. A conference final since he's gotten paid. So y'all miss me. Ever so since Sherman and the Legion of Why are you using that argument for Russell Wilson, but you're not going to use it for Lamar Jackson? My point is, well, Lamar Jackson has been to two divisional cop, divisional playoff series in back-to-back years, bro. You just can't take it away. And out of all those quarterbacks, other than Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, the only person on that list with an elite trait, absolutely elite, is Lamar Jackson. His running ability. Chris okay. Jackson. It's okay. not normal. No, no, no. His no, running ability is not Patrick normal. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes had elite, elite I already qualities. I said those two. I already okay. said Tom Brady has elite qualities. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has I think elite I qualities. Three. You're so right. Three. Three. And Russell Wilson, Wilson, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has elite qualities. Stop. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Okay, but get what is it then? Then what is it? Tell me what it is. His passing, his accuracy, and his passing are elite. Low, I'll go to you because O's too hot for this. Compared to Tom Brady and compared to Patrick Mahomes, we don't think about Russell Wilson passing like those two. We don't, bro. Okay, so you must, I, have, I, you must have watched football. I, I've seen I, him make some money. But not compared to those two. The well, two we're not, we're not comparing named. them. We're just but saying he has an point. elite quality. Okay, listen. Everybody can't be elite, bro. We can't, like, it's this not. This is four quarterbacks. We're not talking about everybody. We're talking about the four no, no, quarterbacks ahead about, but, of but, but, Lamar my point Jackson. Is this, my point is this. If we're going to make a perfect quarterback, just hear me out. If we're making a perfect quarterback, the arm talent we're going to give to Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. The brain talent we're going to give to who? Tom Brady. The legs and the feet who we're giving it to. I'll let you say it, though. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Well, Where's Russell Wilson in this body? Well, that's not even. The, that's not even. Compl- that's, what, what are we talking about here? But, but that's we're the just talking point. about in the lead. Okay, so oh, man, uh, I, I finish guess. your point. Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson to me is the perfect combination of arm talent and leg talent. That's the perfect combination. Matter of fact, Lamar Jackson would hope to achieve. Where to get to thank where Russell Wilson? That, that's what I'm saying. But, because okay, thank but you. what has he achieved? That's my point. Who? He's got Russell who? Wilson. He's gone to one Super Bowl. He should and, have and two. Exactly. Who, who, who threw the interception? 
He still should have. He still should have. But this hair was a great That's a That's arguable. He has a Super Bowl ring. Yes. But but we've talked about this already. Aaron Rodgers has one too. Okay, Aaron Rodgers has a one Super Ring. Russell Wilson has one Super Ring. Besides Tom Brady, they all have one. And my right. point is, so, I've, I've said for years, they're all those two players. Those two specific players are overrated. I've said that for years. Overrated. All right, so let's so bring Lamar Jackson. Check out my take. So, so, I'm so, just saying it. <laughs> so let's bring it back to Lamar. That'd be Lamar Jackson overrated. Too. He has, in terms of his talent, when, you, when we break down all these elite elite parts of a quarterback, his feet are the most electri- the electrifying feet ever of a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, come on, man, Michael Probably, Vick. Uh, I was sorry, ready, sorry. I was, he's past Mike. I'm sorry. Ready, yeah, I, I love Mike, Michael but he's past Mike. I was getting ready to come to Michael Vick. Debatably, possibly even better than Michael Vick. Oh, yeah. Debatably. Right? <laughs> if now here now you have elite feet, his arm talent, he has great arm talent, right? But in terms of just once again, when you think about quarterback, I'm not I'm not taking away his running ability because that's part of what he is. I'm not calling him a running quarterback. He is a quarterback. He's yeah. a quarterback. But in terms of using his arm. To complete the rest, to complement the rest of his game, that part is still lacking. Right. Whether it's because you don't have the talent, or whether that's just the way the offense is designed, yeah. or whether he's just not good enough in that aspect, we just don't know. That right. part is inconclusive or even underrated to me. One plus one equals what? At this point, it's either inconclusive or overall, the guy's an underrated quarterback to me. You can probably even say overrated if you want to talk about if you want to give more put more onto his feet, right? Yeah. But it's it, it, it hasn't given us enough. For me, where we can really debate that issue and really give him a confirmed answer is, once again, put some talents around him, and let's see if we can kind of move the game. And, and is that a smart thing to kind of change change the game plan from his, uh, from his feet that he has that are so electrifying that is elite and make him start throwing the ball, right? So that's why that becomes an underrated aspect for me. Yeah. So no one's taken away the fact that the guy's an amazing runner. You haven't been able to stop that. But there will come a time where not only one team, once one team does it successfully, other teams are going to follow suit. Now he's going to be forced into a situation where he has to throw the ball. If he can throw the ball the way Michael Vick threw the ball when he was playing uh, for, the, for, the, uh, for the Eagles, oh, oh, this league's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This league will be in trouble. Yeah. If he can throw the ball like Russell Wilson, oh, this league's going to be in trouble. Because what's going to last longer? The arm or the leg, but we know that part. Right. I know. I'm talking. I'm see. That's that's what y'all try to get me. I said coming into next season. Okay. Not thirty years from now. No, I'm not thirty. Not yeah. five years from now. Just next season. Okay. Still the same like thing. I, I think some people may hear this and be like, "Man, this dude's really hating on Russell Wilson." That's not the point. But the, thing, the point is, you guys, everybody well, likes to go, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, but but I think let's just put it differently. Let's just kind of name. Let's not talk about elite. Let's use it as a Madden rating. Okay. Right, so you have Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be the highest rated quarterback, even though he's not number one because Tom Brady won. Yeah. He will be the highest rated quarterback. Yeah. Then you have Tom Brady. Then you have Aaron Rodgers. You have Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers, are not going to be rated that much differently. Even though you say he doesn't have any elite qualities, he's not going to be rated that much differently. They're, they're, and they're not in Madden. They're not right. Right. So I'm just saying. I mean, even if you don't think he's an elite quality, it, it sounds like you're poo pooing on him because that's because he's up there. That Lamar Jackson is not that far away from those four well, quarterbacks. Well, I, I think what it comes down to with Russell Wilson in particular, him and Aaron Rodgers, mm. they got Super Bowls when they were younger quarterbacks. Right. And you have to look into that because it does play a factor into it. If he was so great, if he was so elite, he would at least gotten to another Super Bowl. Right. You think about last season, but what was the moniker last season? Let Russ cook. Right. And they didn't cook. What is a lot they that goes flamed into out. That? 
there's a lot that goes into that, though. And I think you're putting too much emphasis no, on championships right now because there but are a lot of elite... getting there, bro. You at least, at but least it's get hard there. as hell to get there. Fine. There are quarterbacks that get to conference championship games, but no, but that doesn't make it. You got football is the ultimate team sport, correct? We just mentioned wide receivers when it comes to Lamar Jackson. If he had a certain amount of wide receivers with him, maybe we were able to showcase his passing ability. And we you look at a quarterback like Dan Marino. He Went to one, and after that, he never went to another one ever again. But, but he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He had elite arm talent, like right. off the chain. Well, we we also talent. have to keep in mind, though, that NFC is a beast. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, yeah, he ain't been there since. He ain't been back to a championship game since. Aaron Rodgers ain't been back to a championship game. Well, who's been stopping him? When you had the likes of you've got the Saints, they've been stopping themselves. You can you can argue that, oh, but you can man. you can. Talk no, I mean, about, not themselves, but they've been you know all of them. There's so much there. Absolutely, there's, there's so much talent, there's so much in terms of good teams. I think I think you can argue during that time there's been better talent of better teams in the NFC than there have been in the in the in the AFC. When we talk about the Patriots, well, guess what? You you guaranteed seven wins in your division just because they were that damn that they were they were trash. Then you have that off week, right for the playoffs. And then you only got two games before you get to the Super Bowl. Well, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what both of y'all are saying. And to, to an aspect, I, I don't want to sound like I'm underrating Russell Wilson because y'all know I love Russ. No. But I think, which we tried to do. Okay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. But the, the, my, I guess I don't want to be go back in circles here. But the, the point that I'm making is, is I, perhaps we use the word elite too much. That's, no, no. That, that might be Absolutely. what the problem is Absolutely. that we're having because. I see Tom Brady's elite. I see Patrick Mahomes is elite. Meaning, I don't care what team is around those guys; they're going to ball out. It does matter what team is around Aaron Rodgers. We know that. It does matter what team is around Russell Wilson. We know that. And I think with uh, Lamar Jackson, there's an aspect to his feet where people say, "Well, that's all it does." I don't care what offensive line Lamar Jackson's playing with. I don't give a damn whose offensive coordinator is. When he breaks out of that tackle box, he's gone. Mm, right, period. Right, and okay. I think people just underestimate that. He's damn near a walk-in 9 to 10 wins on his own. Garbage team or not. And he doesn't get enough credit for that. No, he's getting credit for what he's doing. He won an MVP. We're just saying, you can be, some people think that Patrick Mahomes is overrated. They don't necessarily think that he's the best quarterback in the league, but some people are saying, just like you said, Chris, he's going to be the greatest athlete of yeah, all time. It's a different and measuring that's, stick. Oh, that's, right, but but right. what makes what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out, okay, what is this person? What is this person labeled as? If you're labeling Patrick Mahomes as the greatest athlete of all time, yeah, you have the right to say he's overrated if you don't believe he's going to be that. True. If we're saying that Lamar Jackson is elite and I don't think he's elite, then yeah, he's overrated. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm not saying he hasn't gotten kudos for all the things he's done in the league because, yes, he has. He's won an MVP. But right now, going into this season, Chris, I have to say he's overrated. This is me personally. Chris, and his team sees the same thing. The money is going to talk. It's going to say. It's going to. It's going to. I agree with that. Right. What the, the money, How they want to negotiate. The money is going to talk. That is a great point. And it's a matter of okay. Are we going to pay you forty-five million dollars this year, or we're going yeah. to wait until next year? If they're waiting until next year, well, they still want to see something else. I agree with you. There. And absolutely, he's proven what he can do during the uh, during the regular season, and then during that first game of the playoffs or the second game of the playoffs. But how far? Like, okay. Nine, ten wins, great. But is that going to take you to an AFC championship? Is that going to take you to to a Super Bowl, right? What takes you to a Super Bowl? Well, it's the correct mixture of all of it, right? So unless you soup up the offensive line and you soup up, you know, get double tight end sets to make it easier, easier throws, just like what the Patriots are getting ready to do, easier throws, right? And then you soup up that running game and get three or four other running backs back there who can run the ball. You You're going all in with the running game. Unless you do that, 
then at that point, you might see Lamar Jackson get to an AFC championship game. At that point, you might see Lamar Jackson get going and going win a Super Bowl. Will it be win multiple that way? Once again, running the ball is only going to last you so long. So it's once we get that perfect complement, then at that point, we're going to say, the Ravens are going to say, okay, I, now we're going to go ahead and pay you $45 to $50 million I, a year this I, year or next year. I think this conversation would be different if when Russell Wilson won his MB, I'm sorry, not MVP, his Super Bowl, mm. it wasn't the defense that won the Super Bowl, right? If it was Russ that came out and won it and he was that guy, we'd have, be having a different conversation, but it wasn't necessarily so. I think if Lamar Jackson had that squad, he could have won it as well. It's my point because the talent, he has that talent with his legs. With his legs, he has that talent. I think that's the difference. So I, I give Russ credit for winning the Super Bowl, but not as much as some other people do. Well, but they went to two Super Bowls, though, right? It's one thing is with that one, and that was a defense. Exactly. And I, I know they had that elite defense. Don't get me right, wrong; the right, defense right. was elite in any quarterback's career. The defense has to do something in order to, to get there, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? So, I, and I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here because I'm. Kinda oh with my you. god! Oh, here we no, go no, again, no, no, bro. No, no, no. I'm tired of this, bro. Uh, no, no, he's the inconclusive. At least I said devil's advocate. No, you can't because it is. I think it's a very hard debate. I really do. It, I think it, it is for I, me. I, for me, it's not. It's not fair. Yeah. For me, for him particularly. If you if you just want to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, drop. You want to say overrated, underrated, or he's exactly where he needs to be. If I really wanted to say it, I might say he's exactly where he needs to be at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I'm going to put everything into the equation, I have to say he's a tad You're bit overrated. You're tipping towards overrated. Overrated, yes. Yeah, right. yeah. So, okay. So let's just talk about this one topic real quick. They'll be done. But that was good. You guys be putting me on my boy, Chris. I, I almost <laughs> got up in Chris, boy, Russell Wilson, not on elite traits. Come on, bro. Almost yeah, your head. I was like, what? <laughs> All right, so the Brooklyn Nets, they're on a tear. They're playing great basketball. Kevin Durant is out there doing what Kevin Durant does. I believe that James Harden is probably in the perfect position. This is the best position he's ever had in his career where he's just feeding off of Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant. And Kyrie Irving is balling his ass off. He's actually played that role of the third string, and he's playing it to perfection. He, But he doesn't know that. That's why it's working. <laughs> but it's still working. Don't yeah. tell him they're that. They're still doing exactly. it. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. <laughs> but that's – I don't know. Kyrie's a weird dude, though. He might in his head think for some weird reason that he's still the best player on the team, but this is what they need from the win. And he just has that weird mentality where it's yeah. going to work out. But anyway, what team in the East has the best chance of ruining – Brooklyn going to the finals. So I'll say this for Kevin Durant, and then I'll give him my answer. Go I'm going to do a takedown on this. I think Kevin Durant, he is the the greatest what if that I can think of. I think with his skills and the way he plays, he could have been the GOAT. He no, literally no. could have been the GOAT. Kenny Smith said this that he dude, was going to be better than LeBron James. This dude came back from injury, missing damn near months of basketball, five for five with 17 points. Just like, it's nothing. Basketball's nothing to him. If I was creating a body, you would say, like, it's Kevin Durant. Like, you couldn't even, he is Kevin Durant. If you're going to create a body in a game, it's Kevin Durant. Now for the rest of the teams in the East with that back long, <laughs> yeah, I got no shot. <laughs> Nobody has a but shot. who has a best shot? Who has but a 10% chance? I would, give, chance? I would give a shout out to uh, Will. 29%. I give 29% to the Philadelphia 76ers. And that's because you have a guy in Joel Embiid that is unguardable. He really is unguardable. And if he has a series like uh, Hakeem Olajuwon did versus the David Robinson in the Spurs, I mean, he just has a series where they cannot hold him, then that would be the only team that I see having a shot. I don't think Giannis and the Bucks have a shot. Like, not even a shot. The only thing that will give the Bucks a shot 
is uh what's his name? Um Holiday. He's a great defender. He's low key. Somebody people don't talk about. They still don't have a shot, bro. They, 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 they don't. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if there's going to be a player because he's a guy that can potentially hold a Kyrie Irving, mm. right? So I give the Bucks. That's the team I give 10. percent But I give 29 percent to the Philadelphia 76ers because of Joel Embiid. No, mm. I'm 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 with you. You took it right out of. I, I can't add to that. The peak 76ers with a healthy Joel Embiid. And yeah, Joel will have to be Superman in order for that for that to happen. There's just too much. There's too much firepower. You've got KD back. You've got James Harden balling. You've got Kyrie. That, that that's too much. Yeah. You can't guard all of them. Nobody's gonna stop KD anyway. I don't. Is, will, will Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid gonna go out there and guard KD? <laughs> no. Who's gonna guard him? Yeah. He's unguardable. So you can stop. Probably you might be able to stop James Harden, which is debatable. You can't do you can't do that. You might be able to knock uh, Kyrie off his game, but you you can't stop yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant, man. You just can't, man. So look, this is a championship ready to happen, man. The Lakers are down. I like so that. The Nets, <laughs> I, I like the Nets. That. Y'all better make it happen right now, baby. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm agree with y'all. It's Philadelphia 76ers. They're the only team that has a shot to really beat this team. You look at Joel Embiid. He hit around the nail. Joel Embiid is the first key, right? If he can go there and dominate, not just every once in a while, he has yeah. to dominate. He has to make his presence felt. He has to make the new, not the New Jersey, I'll say New Jersey Nets. Hmm. He has to make the Brooklyn Nets know that defense is a weakness for them. Then the second player, it's obvious, it's Ben Simmons. But it's not on the offensive end for me for Ben Simmons. It's on the defensive end. Yeah. Because he's a pretty good defender. If he can take his defense even to another level, because he's going to be holding – James Harden and Kevin Durant to some degree. If he can give them at least a little bit of problems, then I think that they're the they don't have a shot right now based on what I'm seeing. I thought when this whole big three took place that maybe someone was able to knock them off and in the playoffs. That's not gonna happen. This will be it will be an other devastating collapse if they do not make the finals. I mean, it'd be stunning. I I'll tell you. So you have Kevin Durant, who I just talked about has he has GOAT attributes in him mm-hmm. you have Kyrie Irving who's maybe the most skilled basketball player to have ever picked up a basketball this guy is so skilled is ridiculous and then you have James Harden who's a walking bucket <laughs> I, I don't know what you can do against this team the only way it works is the 76ers have to end up with the number one seed they got to and they don't have it right now and they don't have it right now and I don't the, think I don't think it really matters though no, no, they're, they're, why, they're the full capacity no, but I'll tell you why they need to be number one because the reason why they need to be number one is the Nets would then play the Bucks you know, in round I'm, two I changed my mind now you just made a great point because the Philadelphia they can't play on the road for crap well it's not even so much the road though it's more that they the the 76ers would struggle against the Bucks. it'd be a tough series so they can't come off a game six game seven series and then go play the Nets they need the Nets to play the Bucks, and they need to bu- the Bucks to be heroic I mean Giannis, Giannis goes buck and makes it a six game series seven not, game series not gonna happen. the Nets come into, I'm just telling you, you used to ask for the formula the Nets come into the conference championship after the Therefore, 76ers get it done <laughs> the, the, the Nets gotta steal a game I mean, not the Nets the Sixers steal game one or game two you know and push it to a six or seven game series and then they need to hit like 33 they need something fantastic to happen the only other thing i'll say which i was going to mention would be the coaching if doc rivers can somehow get this monkey off his his back as far as what happened with the clippers and being the only coach to to squander uh, how many three one leads three three because he's a good coach even though we we talk about those things he's still a good coach gotta be a good coach to get there right right if he can out coach Steve Nash, who is a first-year coach, 
that might be a key in that series. It might. But, you know, they're so talented. It's like, bro, I can be out there on the bench. That's exactly. Do it, KD. That's exactly. Go ahead. Shoot that shot, KD. (laughs) James Harden, shoot that shot. Pass that ball, James Harden. Come here. Come here. What you doing, James Harden? You only had 30 points. You had 35. Now get out there and get 35. You know? That's all I got to do. Because that's the NBA. If it's the NFL, it would be different. In the NBA, coaching is just... Yeah. When the team is that much better, it's yeah. not so much you can do, coach. It's, it's not. I mean, it's you not. might as well play a three-two zone against these boys. Right. I, I don't know what you can do. Maybe play three-two zone, and I, I don't. I don't know what you can do. I do want to see one of the LA teams in the finals match up with the Brooklyn Nets. It can be the Clippers, or it can be the the Lakers. Do you think, well, I know it wasn't the question, but do you think it will matter? At well, this you know point? what? I'm not even lying to you. I think Denver also. I think if Denver, if they oh, can I'd prove like they're good enough, I like to see Denver. If they're if they can prove they're good enough to get to the finals, then yeah, because that means that they're good. That means that because Aaron, Aaron but, but Gordon is like, working. That's fine. I hear what you. I hear what both of you are saying. Mm-hmm. But would you like to see that? And I think the answer is no. I don't want to see. I would still want to see. We're, we're it. I think, see what uh, the Denver. And the well, finals, just just, just the name. Just the name. You might be like if the average basketball fan, be like the Denver Nuggets. But me knowing that they have Aaron Gordon and all those group of players there, and they were almost there. That's gonna be a good series. That's, that's, sorry, that's, that's what I think. It's gonna be a good series. Uh, if they're video, able man. to get there. No, you're, you're saying no, no, I hear like, what you're saying. If they're, you're able saying. To, if they're able to beat the Lakers or the Clippers to get there, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think if the Nets saw them in the finals, they would. If they just oh, like, that's, no, no, that would be that would be their to their demise. No, 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 if they're underestimated, no, they, they would underestimate them. They'll be like, let's get this done in three. Oh, Cancun in three, y'all. That's underestimated. To me, that's underestimating them. If you, if you really think, I don't think KD would love to have them. No, right, right, right. But that's 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 my point. Look, there's no respect there. Exactly, they better respect the team. That's what I'm trying to say. They're not. They don't need to respect them. That's my point. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, the Denver, this Denver team, yeah, I, they they got some things clicking for them. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, Aaron Gordon, I know it's gonna work out. It's working, and it's working well. Yeah, the, but the whole and West, the, my don't, but we're all, we're only talking if they get to the finals. True, I hear that. I hear that. Right, so that means that something's going on. Good that means there. they either beat the Lakers or the Clippers, or both. Or right. both. Right. And if they did that, I still wouldn't. And care. they underestimated them. I okay. still wouldn't care. Bro. No, all I'm saying is this: it will go. I will guarantee you go at least six. If Denver got there. Well, I, could, I could see the NBA telling the Nets to make it competitive. <laughs> I could see the NBA say, hey, y'all, just let them have a couple games, y'all. <laughs> all right. You can put on a lot of people today. You can put on Russell Wilson. Oh, you can put on goodness. the Warriors. Don't do that. And now y'all know I love Denver Russ, Nuggets. bro. Y'all know I love Russ. <laughs> oh, man. So, really, the, the the only team that can stop the Brooklyn Nets is the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the, the, the gist of it. Great stuff, fellas. Great stuff. If this is your first time listening to the new Channel Sports podcast, please subscribe to the podcast, man. We give you emotion. We give you passion. I almost beat down Chris today because of what he said, okay? That's passion right there. He didn't do it. You know why he didn't do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Rappaport. I can't beat this talk. You see how big this guy is. I'm not going to beat it down. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on any major podcast platform available. If you're on the website, you can do that there as well. Check out our blogs. Chris, the phenomenal one, has a lot of great content on there as far as articles. Follow us on Instagram. I also have some great content on Instagram. I have some takes there as well. Check us out on Twitter. And the highlights. The highlights, man. Absolutely. Um, Check us out on Afro Vibes TV. My boy Lo is the mastermind behind our show on the Afro Vibes TV. Check us out there. Download that. EP? Executive producer? Executive EP. EP. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, download that Roku app. And that's newchannelsports.net. New channel spelled N-U channel sports. Anything else, fellas? 
No. All right. Peace out. We're out. And one more time, rest in peace to that man, DMX. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.